Welcome back to another episode of the Student Athlete Sessions. Today we are joined by two members of the Transylvania women's basketball team that coming off a 33-0 season, that's 18-0 in conference, uh, and not to mention a national championship. Uh, that's Deja Thornton and Sydney Wright. Welcome to the program, guys. Thank you. Thank we you. are also we are also joined by one of the best, uh, an up and coming journalist in the Division Three sports space, Mr. Riley Zayas. Uh, Riley, you're unfamiliar. Writes the scoop on D3 women's hoops on Substack. He's also on Twitter. Uh, covers a lot of local uh, D3 sports coverage out of Texas as well, and has his own outlet. Riley, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, man. You're giving Give me too much credit, but uh, I, I enjoy covering D3 women's hoops and uh, promoting this great level of, of college basketball. Great. Well, Deja and Sydney, let's get it started off with you two, um, as, we, as we like to do. I think just give the audience one thing, um, one fun fact about yourself or, or something that makes you unique. Okay, I can go first. Um, hi, I'm Deja Thornton. Um, I guess one thing that makes me unique that not a lot of people know is I'm actually a black belt in Taekwondo. Um, yeah, so that's just one cool thing. Um, I'm Sydney Wright, and <laughs> mine's a little odd. Uh, one random thing is that I can crush a can with my shoulder blades. But I also just learned how to surf on a boat, so. There you go. Hopefully not at the same time. We'll keep those two things separate. Uh, but yeah, very nice. So yeah, as I mentioned, you two are national champions. So first of all, congratulations on that. Uh, what is What have the past couple months been like, you know, after cutting down the nets and, and everything that's followed, walk us through just, you know, how how that has been for you two and for the team as a whole. Uh, it's been amazing, you know, we've, we, when I came in as a freshman, we've had a lot of years of winning and uh, we knew how to win and we did lose a few games here and there, but being able to continue the legacy that we started with and all of the people that worked to the point that we got to uh, winning the national championship this past year, um, it's been amazing just to represent for them, but also for us and you know, in the moment, it's just a surreal experience when the final clock went off, the buzzer, and the confetti was coming down. It was just crazy, something I didn't even really think about. The months after, it was kind of hectic, <laughs> meeting, doing all kinds of different things with the team and having to travel, and it was just pop up here, pop up there. It was tough for a little bit because we had finals going on at the same time so just trying to fit everything in but it was it was super cool um and then just getting to go to the white house and see all the different things so very cool yeah, yeah for I sure mean, that's ahead. the d3 student athlete experience isn't it right like the sports don't 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 come before anything else you still got the academics that you got to get back and study for so um I'm sure you guys handled both well, but sorry, Riley, I interrupted what you got. Oh, yeah, just to kind of follow up on that point, though, and, and kind of stick with the, the last few months. I mean, 
you guys have gotten a lot of incredible opportunities. One being though that combined final or national championship weekend, right? Where you were there with, you know, the division one and division two teams and really getting to play on the biggest stage in, in women's college basketball and a historic, you know, final four with, you know, record sitting attendance at those D one games. And uh, what was that whole experience like? How much, uh, validity did give you all as as a team as a national championship caliber team and also just to enhance that division three experience getting to play in you know one of the biggest venues in the state of Texas um, you know it was just amazing feeling like it was the d1 experience you know we as D3 players don't really get as many perks as all the D1 players, D2 players as well. Um, but being treated almost as equals was, you know, different. You know, it was the year of Title IX and um, women's sports just skyrocketed. You know, basketball, the D1 was getting a whole bunch of notoriety for their games. And us being there with them just gave us notoriety as well. And then us winning, um, it really put us on the top. And you know, they had so many amazing experiences and things for us to do there. Um, photo shoots that, you know, we might not have gotten in at the D3 level is big and with all the props and stuff like that. Yeah, what, like I'm very similar with Asia. I just like being kind of like included all of us together and then like getting to hold the flag was pretty cool. Um, holding the flag with D2 and then getting to talk with them and see like, how they felt about their championship and I don't know, just getting to bring it home. It was all just so cool to be all included together. Yeah, it seemed like the perfect way for that season to end for you all with, with the undefeated season and on the biggest stage and, you know, with so many people who made that trip from, you know, Lexington and that area for, for you all. I mean, just as a quick follow-up, like what did that mean to have so many people there in attendance? Um, it was cool for me uh, to see like the people from like mine and Maddie's hometown. Um, we had a bunch of people come from our hometown and then like Lexington held um, a bunch of places, watch parties. And then there was places in Louisville. And it was just cool knowing the see, knowing and getting to see all of the people that were there to support us and then picking up fans along the way that were waiting for other games. They're like, Hey, who are you here for? And then them joining and watching. Yeah. So it was, it's pretty cool to see everybody. Yeah, I'm from the Cincinnati area, so I had a lot of my family members um, drive, actually drive. Some of them flew, but my parents and my brother, they drove 14, 15 hours to get there. And I also had some family in Dallas, so they came as well. That I usually don't see. Um, and then after the fact, you know, going around just wearing Transy gear, everybody's like, oh, I know somebody that went to Transy. And it's just like we're underrated type of community. Like there's a lot of people that don't know about Transy, but they really do. So, Yeah, I mean, and on that note, just go to, to take it all the way back. I mean, you, y'all are y'all are both upper, upperclassmen now, but um, at the start of your career, Deja, you mentioned like the the that culture of, of winning and, um, but it, maybe it was a little unknown. Like, how did you both, Sydney, I know you're local, but how did you both through your recruiting process find Transy first of all, 
um, become familiar with it and then decide on it as, as the place that you wanted to go play your, play your college basketball career and be a student, of course. So I had a few different colleges looking at me, uh, Wilmington College, Oakland University, um, and Transy were my top three that I was choosing. Um, really, I was looking more for the academics because I knew I could play basketball, but um, academically, I needed something that had my major. I'm an international relations major with a Spanish and Chinese minor. So... I do a lot of that. And Transy also has the Peace Corps prep program, which is something I plan to do after I graduate. Um, so it helps you like make connections moving on into your future aspirations. Um, Transy, I just like the community. I went to Montessori school, which is a different type of education, more hands-on learning. And um, I thought Transy had a lot of similar qualities and characteristics. So it was something I, I had to do. And then I came and watched the game, Coach Folks um, and Natalie Sweeney at the time. Um, they came, I came to a game and watched them play and then we started connecting. Um, I told them my schedule, they came and seen it. Uh, me play a few times in high school. I didn't play AAU, but I went to a lot of exposure camps around the area. Um, and then I just ended up here. I was the last recruit of my class to come, like to join. But I still say we make the I made the best and lasting impression. And Sydney, you were saying you have a slightly unconventional story for for an athlete, but maybe one that is held by a lot of other D three athletes. Just walk us through that. So. Um... In high school, I was kind of like burnt out and just wanted to go to school. I wanted to be a nurse and I was like, okay, I'm just, I'm going to stay close, but I'm going to go to UK. I still have friends around. And then of course, Maddie Kay was playing at Transy and I just got to see the different side of things. And she'd come shoot with me at the Johnson Center at UK. And then um, we would just mess around and I was like, man, I really miss this. And then she would, her, she would always tell me that like, you can come play. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I can, like, I don't know about it. And then finally I was like, okay, I'm caving. Um, I want to play again. And so I texted my high school coach and I was like, do you think I could play at Transy? And she said, I knew this day was coming. <laughs> and so, um, I just she texted coach folks and then coach folks reached out to me and I, it was very nice to be given the opportunity and just getting to come back and play again and then obviously win a national title so yeah and Deja you mentioned um that academics was a focus for both both of y'all I think you you went in with with an idea of what you wanted to do um Deja, do you feel like that the IR program has held up to your standards? And it sounds like taking on two languages too. That's you've had a full full course load. Has that has it matched your expectations? It definitely has. Um, and Transy is a very academically rigorous um, school, so we work on a lot of writing and writing intensive courses. So it's definitely something that you have to be prepared for. But with hard work, you'll be able to be fine. I also think that the liberal arts experience helps you 
Um, even if you don't know what you're doing coming out of high school, it gives you options to um, try different fields of classes and different majors to, you know, kind of see what you want to do in the future. Yeah, I, uh, I, I was kind of at a similar track, I guess, to you in undergrad. Um, I didn't, I studied Spanish in high school, but picked up a Chinese as a senior um, and ended up going and living over there for a while. Um, so it feels good to, to be meeting another a D3 Hooper who, who speaks a little Mandarin. And um, Sydney, how was that as, as Deja's teammate? Was there, were there ever any moments where, uh, I'm guessing Deja, you're the only person on the transit team that speaks Chinese, is that right? That is correct. But we have a lot of people that speak Spanish, so we mix okay. that in there. Gotcha. Very nice. And Sydney, how about for you with the nursing nursing focus? Do you feel like you've been able, Transy has prepped you for that and you've been able to find kind of your, your path towards, towards that career? Yeah, um, I kind of changed my mind a little bit and went the health and exercise science route, um, but I want to go to a PA school. And so I want to be a physician assistant and the opportunities I think I get with being able to connect with professors and like the health side, the health department, they're all very hands-on and like you can come meet with us anytime and they're always looking for opportunities to where hey they send out an email there's a, a school looking for a meeting and you can join on a zoom and see what they have to offer and there's always different opportunities and they're always looking for you so like with transient now there's a bunch trying to go into the PA field and we've like got a partnership with another school um, uh, LMU in Tennessee and that that's helped with many people. And so, I don't know, I like the opportunities that have been given to me since I've been here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when, when you have those opportunities to balance the rigorous academics and the high level basketball, I'm sure it's kind of the best of both worlds for, for both of y'all. You know, I, I was also interested having the chance to talk with Coach Folks quite a bit over the last year. She herself had the Division Three experience and has obviously taken it far away, both in coaching but just academically too. How much how, and how important is it when you have a coaching staff and a head coach who cares that much about your academic goals in addition to your athletic ones and supports you in that? Okay. Um, yeah, Coach Folks is very um, involved in our academics. You know, she likes to do great check-ins and make sure that our classes are going good with our professors and we're still connected in, um, focusing class, making sure that we go to class and stuff like that. Um, but because she takes the scientific route a lot, you know, explaining basketball and just explaining anything in life, like, you you need seven to eight hours of sleep like she goes to the science all the time you know it kind of just prepares you um I don't know like on the basketball court because she's just going to go with the stats you know this is what's going on and that's how you have to solve like there's always a problem and solution and it helps that she's there to um, teach us that but also to work it into just everyday life as well. She's been really helpful. Um, every year, the freshmen have to meet with her too and like talk about like 
how their classes are going and what are they struggling with? And then she helps them come up with a plan like, hey, um, why don't you try this instead of this? And because it's hard coming in as a freshman and you're like kind of lost, you're just kind of thrown out to the wolves. And she she's made it very um, easy, I would say. And I wouldn't say easy, but I can't think of the word to come up with. But she helps um, give you a way to find a better path towards everything. And I just appreciate like no matter what, you can always go to her, whether it be classes or hey, I need help on this paper. I don't know. I don't have any idea what I'm trying to write, but she can also help you find somebody that can help you like fast. (laughs) And it's insane. Like her way of finding people is crazy. She likes to be like really, she wants to know our personal side. Like we are in close, tight friends, you know, Um, but she just, you know, wants to know our life outside of school, not just in school. So it really helps. And I think that's what makes our team have such a good chemistry. Right, right. And that's kind of what I was getting at. You know, you can see even, you know, having the chance to watch you all play in person in Dallas, it was very evident that this team rallied around her and really trusted her. And, and then, you know, she trusted you all. And I imagine that goes a, a long way. gives us a lot of freedom but it also um lets us you know we listen to what she says but then we are able to interpret that how we want and that it's great and how do you two feel like you know as your careers progressed i guess this is a two-part question how do you feel like your when you were freshman the upperclassmen helped in addition to what coach folks was doing bring you guys into the program and help you understand what the culture was like, because it was a winning culture um, when you arrived. And I think you guys have taken it to new heights. And then the second part of the question is, what are you guys doing now for the uh, underclassmen and and, and in leaving your own legacy on the program and and trying to help um, cement that for future classes? So when I was a freshman, we had two seniors, um, Shelby and Ashton, and they led a lot by example and, uh, you know, demonstrating all of the different drills we do and how to play and how to, you know, execute execute this type of play and what type of defense that we're in. Um, They helped show that based off of what they did in practice and in the games. Um, I think that they also did a good job of, you know, kind of making it competitive um, so that we were getting better, you know, not just staying the same, but there was competition in practice. And if we're going against each other, we know that we're all good individually. We could be any team that's out there. Um, So that's kind of what helped us up to now. And I would say that's the one thing that I focus on is making sure practice is competitive and we're going hard and, um, you know, everybody's trying the hardest because that's the only way that's going to make us better. You know, champions, we're champions now. So we have to keep elevating that standard. Um, For me, I came in during COVID, so I didn't get as much time with the upperclassmen. Um, But the next year we came in and everybody was going through something, it seemed like. And we all just like the way we rallied together and went through everything together, not just individuals. 
And then like in practice, we are competitive and we sometimes will do freshmen versus upperclassmen. And last year, the freshmen, like one game in practice was supposed to be over. And we were like, no, it's not. We're going again because we're not ending on that note. And we just showed that underclassmen like, no, we don't we don't settle for anything less than the best that you're going to give. And with that, I think the freshmen now they've already mentioned the fact that they're a little nervous coming in with everything. And but we we're the group that just includes everybody and we want to make them feel comfortable. So we we tell them, like, listen, you're going to figure it out. It's OK. Everybody was in your shoes and just roll with the punches. <laughs> Yeah, I think that message to incoming freshmen is always helpful. Just you don't have to have it figured out and and you're you're gonna have a support network to guide you or you're gonna run into the same challenges and and issues that we all did coming in. And um, you know, as you as you both mentioned, having coach coach folks there seems like with her with her data to back things up uh will help smooth that transition as well. But um let's go back to on the court, your career, um, as, as, as we said, you guys you guys cut down the nets in Texas this this past season. But if you're looking back at your career so far, what are some of your favorite moments, um, games, situations that you that you can think of? Um, I guess you know. We've had the opportunity to have a lot of guest coaches who come and help um, guest coach our team, I guess, for different games. And they also help in different ways. Uh, and it just helps build the community and connect with them. So I would say uh, they've also helped us, you know, go and travel different places. So in my time, we've been to San Francisco, Santa Cruz, Boston, Canada, uh, Dallas. I think a few more places, but those are the ones I can remember. But my all-time favorite, uh, there's so many. I would have to say is playing in the Warriors G League um, arena, the Santa Cruz Warriors. We played a game or a few games there out in California. It was pretty cool. Mine would definitely have to be um, traveling, too, because I'm going places that I'm probably not going to go on my own. I'm a homebody. <laughs> and so traveling, like I love to do it, but I probably wouldn't do it just being me. And so getting to be with the team and like getting to experience all the different things, it's pretty cool. We also get to bond with each other while we're on those trips and see coach folks likes to pack in everything she can on these trips. So like, we're not only playing basketball, but we're going to see all the history stuff and going on tours and in Boston, we did a duck tour. <laughs> um, but uh, even though like the past couple of years I had to battle a knee injury, I still got to be included on the trips and go. And so in Canada, I got to watch everybody play in Canada and they play some different basketball in Canada. <laughs> and so it was pretty cool to just get to see all that. Yeah, I mean, I had the opportunity to talk to Coach Folks earlier last season, and that's when she had first said you guys were trying to do the Texas to Texas season and that the seniors had, you know, want, wanted the chance to go to Dallas. You guys had obviously gone up to Boston the year before and Canada as well. But, you know, how much does that enhance just the Division Three experience? Because it isn't all basketball for you guys. And I imagine that adds 
just so so much more meaning to it. And on top of that, I mean, Sydney, you kind of talked about it, it brings the team together more when you guys are on the road and traveling. I know you haven't had to play on the road very much in the postseason uh, the last few years, but you have gotten that experience of playing in another arena and against different teams, you know, in their home gyms, which is, is pretty valuable from a basketball standpoint, but also just from a, you know, education and, you know, it, you know, college experience standpoint as well. I think it's uh, pretty much like just opened my world. Like I've been expanded and um, taught and brought into new different experiences um, that I probably wouldn't have been exposed to on my own, like Sid said. Um, and just all the things that we get to do, it's it's amazing. And we appreciate all of our guest coaches and all the people that have helped make that possible. Um, and even the games that we play, uh, we always take those, you know, like that could be our last game. You never know. We have to, you know, move on, keep going, keep fighting. Like this is what we want to do. Um, so a few games, I guess the Tufts game and the Smith game, we knew it was a lot of back and forth. We were up, we were down, um, but we knew that we could pull this off. And those are some of the more memorable games that I can remember. Yeah. yeah, I'm with, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead Sydney. I'm with Deja on a lot of it. Um, I, I really do just enjoy getting the, the experience that not a lot of people get to have. And so just getting to go and um, make every moment count is a big thing for me. changing gears somewhat um, just to talk about going back to the application process and I guess getting into Trenzy, something that we try to do at D3 Direct is just demystify the college application process and provide kids with real insight, you know, directly from student athletes who have done it. Um, and I wanted to get both of your takes on, on financial aid and um, how you approach that Deja, with looking at, you know, some some different levels uh, other than D3 and then Sydney with, with kind of coming into the school, um, not necessarily sure if you were going to be an athlete, um, any any kind of financial aid advice that you guys have for prospective D3 student athletes? My biggest advice is to apply for as many outside scholarships as you can. Um, you could find a scholarship for almost anything. Um, even if you do those websites that have like the mass um, scholarships listed and just apply for those because you never know, those will give you money. And if you get enough of those, um, your out-of-pocket expenses will be covered. Um, a lot of it, the process coming to Transy, I uh, was, it's test optional. So you can take it or you can give your ACT or SAT test scores, or you can also write an essay. Um, I opted to do the test scores and um, I was able to get in that way. And I also received different financial aid packages from all the schools that I was applying to. And I had to, you know, measure and compare uh, what would be more financially beneficial for me. And 
I did have some better options, but I knew that I would be happier and I wouldn't regret coming to Trinity paying just a, a little bit more, but um, doing that, I would be able to still be successful in where I wanted to be. Um, for me, I went to UK um, my first year, as I mentioned earlier, and trying to transfer over. Um, I talked to the financial aid office a lot <laughs> and tried to figure out everything. And um, I didn't get the opportunity to apply for as many scholarships outside that I could have been had I been coming in as a first year. And getting to do talk to the financial aid, they helped so much. And then I ended up getting more aid than I would have stayed than I did staying at UK. So with like, uh, I got a transfer scholarship and stuff like that. So everything there just really helped me in general and being able to talk to the financial aid office where at UK, you kind of just don't get. So it was really helpful to be able to talk to them and them help me out a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, another theme with D3 is just that, that personalized experience that so you're, you're not one of many, you're, you're, one of a very small group and, and there are people on the other side of the line that are willing to help. And, um, you know, I think a lot of kids going through the process underestimate how much it helps to have an advocate, like a coach, coach folks on the other side who does, who wants you in, you know, and, and once you, whether you're a transfer or, a or incoming first year, um, so yeah, both, both good advice, seek, seek outside scholarships and then talk, Call, get, get on the phone and talk to the people who can help you. Um, I think that's great insight. Riley, any other questions? I got, I got maybe one or two more that, that I could, I can go with, but I'll, I'll give you the mic. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we, we talk about, you know, all the benefits of the division three level. And one of those that I hear quite often from talking to division three athletes across the country is that you have the opportunity to play college athletics. Also, you know, do high level academics as, as you all both are. But then you also have that time away from the game that allows you to pursue other hobbies and other interests and things like that. For, for both of you, what do you guys enjoy doing with some of your time away from the court and away from the classroom and kind of just some of your free time that you have that, you know, kind of frankly is a, is a big benefit of the division three level. Well, um, I you know, the bills still have to get paid. It's not a hobby, but I do have to work and I do work at a shoe store, but I am a sneakerhead, so it does help. Um, I get discounts on shoes, but I also get to sell shoes. So it's kind of a hobby, but it's also work. Um, besides that, I like to just, you know, hang out with the team, go out to eat. We love going out to eat, um, Mexican restaurants, different places like that. Um, and... Uh, I guess I like to watch Netflix and relax, you know, all those streaming services. Being able to relax is one of those perks of D3 experience. You have a lot of more free time, but you still have to put in the work on your own. You just don't have the people telling you, you have to be here this time, this time, this time. Yeah, uh, I work a lot. I actually enjoy it. I'm a pharmacy tech, um, but on top of that, outside of work and basketball, I really enjoy, I learned how to surf this summer. And so learning how to do that, that was super fun. And just getting to be with my friends and family and just different experiences throughout the summer. And I also really like to read. So this summer I've made a goal for myself and um, just 
reading and working and going to the lake. Yeah, can't beat that. In my opinion, you know, I'm, I'm biased because I play D3 sports, but way better than like Deja's talking about having someone over the summer telling you that you got to be back on campus, you know, in early July, which I know a lot of D1 and D2 kids are right now. Um, sounds a lot, sounds a lot nicer to be able to make some money and relax and, and spend time with friends and family. So good on both of you guys for, for uh, taking advantage of that. Um, in terms of interests and career aspirations, I know Deja, you mentioned the Peace Corps is on the horizon and PA school, Sydney for you. Um, yeah. Any, any kind of goals with, with, with both of those two routes for, for you or things that you, where you want to see your career going? I know Deja, there was, when you were at the, the White House and you've been vocal before that, that uh, we should expect a, a run for the Oval Office once you're 35. Um, Sydney, not sure if you're going to be the Surgeon General of that administration, but um, <laughs> Deja's looking like, yep, that's a possibility. It could be. I am um, taking applications for spots to fill in my administration, but um, yeah, 2036, that's the first year I'll be eligible to run for president. So I'll do the Peace Corps, um, hopefully work in some different local governments, maybe work in D.C., um, Secretary of State, you know, that department, the Department of State, um, and then become president. So that's the end goal. I'm just basic and I want to go into like OB or surgery, maybe potentially don't know about surgery, but peds, OB and peds are like my top two picks. Yeah. Also an impact maker. We need, we need, we need both of those roles in society, you know? So yeah, kudos to both of y'all and, and it, who knows where your careers will go, but it's, it's great to see that you, you have those goals and, and that, um, and that transit and this whole experience has, has prepared you and, and teed you up for that. Um, Riley, any last questions here before we, before I ask the, the final question to, to our guests? Really? I mean, I, I think just kind of as you, as you look back and, and you kind of evaluate, you know, how far you've come as, as student athletes, um, you know, what, you know, this was just kind of a general question that I had, but I, I was talking to so many people around Transy and the opportunities and experiences that you guys had there. Like for, for all Division three athletes, what makes this level, in your opinion, and this university in, in Transylvania so special and stand out to you when you are asked down the road when you're president or when you are doing whatever you're, you might be doing in the future? Like what is going to make Transylvania special for you when you kind of look back on your time and your four or five years at that university? I think one common thing, um, a lot of people think we're the home of the vampires is Transylvania's hotel or something like that. But um, I often tell people that we're the oldest college and we have a lot of history as a college. D3, you know, it gives you freedom, but you also get to be a student. You also get to be an athlete, um, all of those separately, but also, you know, combined. And uh, I think one thing I'll just remember is once in the future, I'll still remember my college friends. I'll remember all the experiences and have a lot of people that I can talk to. Whereas if I went to a bigger school, I might not have had those closer um, bigger group connections, maybe one or two, maybe 
a few friends, but um, other than that, it would be a lot different. And just the connections that I get from um, the networking system in Transy is great. You know, the 100 Doors program is amazing and it helps us connect with alumni of Transy in all different fields. Yeah, mine would definitely be how personable I can be with people around me and get to know everybody and how hands-on everything is and all the professors are willing to help you. And that's something that stood out to me as soon as I got here. And I just love that I can go up and ask a question and it be answered just like that and it not take an email and three week wait to get an answer back. And I just, that that's something that I'm gonna take away is how, how easy it is to make a connection here. All right. In closing, I'll ask you the same question we ask every student athlete that comes on the, the, the program. Uh, if you were talking to, you know, a 17 year old, 18 year old version of yourself, what advice are you giving them as they go through the process, as they prepare for, you know, college athletics, college academics, everything? Um, what is that one piece of advice you're going to give them? Um, mine would be just keep pushing no matter what. God's got a plan and you're going to make it. Um, everything happens. It's going to happen and there's nothing you can do about it and you'll make it through. Just keep just keep going. My advice would be is uh, what you put in is what you're going to get. So the more you put in, the more you'll get in return, um, whether that be sports or just your career in general. So try as hard as you can, um, do what you can. And I would also say live in the moment because you will you need to remember all of the memories and um, experiences that you have and something, it gives you something to talk about. Uh, and it also forms your experience as a person and uh, your personality as well. So stick to yourself, stay, well, stay yourself and live in the moment as well. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you both. It's very clear that, you know, y'all are excellent representatives of not only Transylvania University on the court, uh, as, as evidenced by the undefeated season this year, but as, but as people and, um, and, and students as well. Um, two bright futures ahead will be Riley and I, and, and I think the rest of the D3 Hoops community will be watching, following along to see the, see the impact you guys make. And um, yeah, thank you for stopping by and and, and sharing uh, some, some highlights, advice, and uh, takeaways from your experience so far. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. All right, and, and thanks again to Riley. Uh, make sure to go over to Sub, Substack to follow his newsletter as D3 season is right around the corner. Riley, you got anything coming up that uh, people should be on the lookout for? Well, for one thing, I'll have a way too early uh, preseason top 25, which I've been putting a lot of work into. And uh, yeah, I think Transylvania fans will like where I have them. So we'll see. Great. Yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> All right. right. Thanks. Thanks again, Deja and Sydney. This has been another episode of the Student Athlete Sessions. For previous episodes, check out the link in our bio on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, feel free to, to email us or message us on any social platform to uh 
let us know who you want to who do who you want us to talk to next and uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Thanks everyone. <laughs>